Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Couture and Construction. I'm your host, Andrew Denny. We've been collecting your burning questions from email and social media, and in this special episode, our last episode of Season 7, we're unpacking the wealth of inquiries about resources, lessons learned, and even questions about our past guests. So, where to begin? For contextual purposes, I'm having a conversation with myself, but I am answering your questions and happy to do so. Kind of an exciting endeavor to to receive uh, feedback from our listeners, so I'm excited to walk through this. So our first question, looking back at past episodes, what are some standout moments or insights from your guests that have stuck with you? Uh, I I think the number one lesson that I have taken from hosting this uh, podcast is the importance of team. Um, <clears throat> if you were stepping into a new build, uh, you've got to have a, an architect, a general contractor, a interior designer, and maybe a landscape architect to help you navigate the process. Uh the most successful projects we've worked on have have those uh, people and resources in place. And uh, over and over, I've heard that repeated from um, various guests about various uh, different topics we had been discussing. And uh, it really seems to be a foundational uh, aspect for getting the result you want. I think secondly, uh, you know, the team, um, when we're considering team and talking about team as, as it relates to our industry, it is, uh, you know, the different professional vendors and relationships that a team builds. Uh, so, um, yeah, number one answer for that would be, uh, 100%, you have to have the right team in place for your project. Uh, okay, next question. Are there recurring themes or patterns in the luxury design and build process from the conversation you've you've had on the podcast? Uh, absolutely. There's a process and a science to building things. Um, whether it is, uh, you know, the different stages uh, that our clients are experiencing when we're working in the capacity of being a vendor for for their project, uh, you know, having an understanding uh, of of where they are in the process, or whether it's uh, talking about new trends with uh, interior design teams, definitely see a lot of uh, different similarities. Uh, from the conversations um, that I've had on the podcast and and with uh, real life experience, um, one of the biggest ones in 2023 and 2024 would be uh, you know there's a big advent of cladding and organic wood materials being used on wood uh, on ceilings and walls, and we've we've had that as a conversation on the podcast very recently and. Um, gosh, probably four times this week, we've had conversations with, with clients that we were able to reference the podcast. So it's, it's real, uh, uh, real stuff. Okay. Here's a, here's a zinger. I wonder if Jeff sent this in himself is Jeffrey Dungan as nice as he seems. Uh, he is, uh, a gentleman, um, 
really enjoyed getting to know Jeff. Uh, first off, he's very inspirational, um, but he's a gentleman and uh, enjoyable to just be around and hang with and uh, very inspiring when you get him talking about uh, how he interprets, uh, you know, what nature kind of gives him to create. I think one of the most impactful things he, he shared uh, in the interview was uh, when he sees a piece of land, he wants to know how to improve it. And because he has such a reverence for nature, that's pretty powerful. Um, so yes, the answer to your question is he is a really nice gentleman, um, enjoyable to be around, incredibly down to earth, and uh, operating on a little bit different wavelength than than myself because he's uh, one of the more creative people I've ever gotten to spend time with. So um, very enjoyable. Ah, next question: You've mentioned cladding frequently. Can flooring effectively be used as cladding in certain design scenarios? And there are, are there any considerations to keep in mind? So the simple answer to that is yes. In some applications, flooring can be used to clad ceilings and walls. Um, it really depends on scale. It depends on uh, need, um, design intent, etc. Typically, what we do and what we offer uh, in our company, Textures, is we offer flooring for floors, and uh, then our Benchmade program um, <clears throat> is architectural millwork. That can be finished to look exactly like the floor, so you can get a very cohesive design. The difference between our flooring and our, and our architectural millwork is is typically in our architectural millwork, we are setting certain lengths. So as an example, if uh, you had a, a, a 10 foot wall and we were doing a vertical installation uh, and you wanted it to feel very tailored, uh, we would not want any seams in the wood um, where, where they end. So we would design that product so that every board was 10 foot lengths. So you had this um, very uh, tailored and finished look. So to us, when we talk about now on a ceiling, um, that may be something different. You may want uh, a little bit more variation in uh, length so that it mimics the floor, or you may want a more tailored look. But <clears throat> walls, walls, fixed length makes more sense simply because typically you're dealing with 10, 12 foot heights of rooms. Ceilings could be 30, 40, 50, 60 feet long. Therefore, there's there's going to be variation. Um, so in some applications, yes, flooring can be used. In most applications, we finish our architectural millwork to spec and uh, design it with scale in mind. Okay, next next question. When it comes to luxury builds, what are the key elements or features that you consider non-negotiable for creating a truly high-end space? Uh, honestly, I think that's completely subjective. Um, but I would go back to question number one. Uh, what was the team behind it? Um, if, if you have the right team 
and uh, you're getting the design that you desire and you have people at the table that know how to implement um, the design, then I think you end up with a truly high-end space. Um, so I think it really is very personal, uh, but also goes back to the skill behind it, which would go to team. Uh, given your experience with, uh, sorry, next question, given your experience working with designers and builders, what advice do you have for those looking to enter the luxury market for the first time? Um, have a lot of money. Uh, that would be the first, the first piece of advice. Uh, and I say that tongue in cheek, but it goes back to, it goes back to team. Um, these spaces and what kind of amazes me, and, and I've shared this a couple times on this season is the fact that our, that our environment, uh, everything is so curated now. Uh, if you go into a new twice dailies, uh, service station for gas. Like there's a high level of interior design in those. The amount of design and detail that's available now in in our environment, what we live in, uh, is significant. And I think more of us are experiencing the impact of design than ever before. So I would just share, find out um, what it is you like, and then seek out a professional to help you achieve it. I can assure you of this. I've been doing this for 20 years. It's really hard to do. They make it look easy. These spaces look easy. There is so much thought and intentionality and detail behind creating these spaces. It would blow your mind. So, uh, it is the key difference between the DIY look and the, uh, you know, the real, um, uh, in the real deal. Okay. Next question. How do you go about developing resources and establishing connections for projects and locations that are not, uh, in Nashville or in your usual network? Mm. So number one is, uh, you know, do business the right way. Um, in April, my company textures will turn 20 years old. And, um, one of the things I pride myself on is we make mistakes. And this has been one of those weeks where we've had lots of, lots of mistakes, but we always do the right thing. We don't leave people hanging. So number one, protect your reputation. Number two, uh, be looking for opportunities to connect others. Um, so when the time comes up, you're part of that conversation and being connected. Uh, but nothing has, uh, I think, led to more opportunity for my business than really sincerely wanting to connect other people because it's a good thing for them. So it's kind of like the golden rule, just do unto others as you want done unto yourself. And, uh, over time with a good reputation and a good history, uh, you, um, naturally are inserted into those conversations. Um, and it's something I'm really, really proud of that, uh, we talk about often, 
Um, oh, and probably here's the other thing. Never underestimate, uh, you know, any interaction. Um, sometimes we take for granted uh, or don't want to do the small job or whatever. Uh, almost always those things come back um, and are a good thing for everybody involved. So, you know, don't don't sell yourself short. Uh, you know, step into it, do the right thing, and um, – Try to connect people for their benefit, not for yours. Okay. Are there any dream collaborations or partnerships that you'd love to pursue in the future, either with Textures or the Couture and Construction podcast? Uh, I have not thought about that until right now. We, um, I can tell you this, our uh, collaboration with Jeff Dungan and his team uh, has been very life-giving and exciting. Um for probably the main reason of us just getting to experience uh, how others think about the medium in which we work or work on. Um, so I get to collaborate with some of my favorite people. A lot of my clients have become really good friends uh, and they are amazingly talented human beings. So I get to collaborate with them. Uh you know, I I really think I would like to um, work on a uh, a yacht project at some point. Um, I think that would be really fun uh, to to step into something like that. That's not with an individual, but I would love to, you know, do like a ship's uh, flooring um, on Couture and construction. Uh, Really looking forward to delving into what we're going to talk about in season eight. Uh, but from a collaboration standpoint, um, one thing that I would love to collaborate with uh, or on for Couture and Construction is I would really like to do a multi-season series following a build um, along, you know, the 12 to 24 month journey that it takes. And I'd like to do like a monthly check-in. Um, with somebody that's just giving us almost real-time feedback on what they're experiencing so that it was a pretty much documentation of what others could expect stepping into this realm. So uh, that's kind of a big project, and it's asking a lot of somebody. Maybe at some point in time I'll be able to build my own home and 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 be able to track like that, but – I think that would be a fun collaboration and really educational. I often step back to think about the purpose of the podcast is ultimately it's education. It's education for my peers in this industry, but I really hope that it serves uh, our listeners that are stepping into this process with a level of education and resource that they can't find in other places. Uh, okay, next question. Is the trend of returning to earth tones real? Uh, do you see that inside of your business? Um, yes, uh, we definitely see that. Um, the light-colored uh, woods are still incredibly popular. Uh, they were probably 90% of our sales um, for the last three-plus years, and they are beautiful, and they remain incredibly popular, and they offer a lot of benefits like ease of maintenance from a daily maintaining. You know, they don't show much. Uh, they're pretty. They're neutral. Um, they're soft visually. Uh, but we are definitely seeing a um, 
a push to our more historic color tones, um, uh, taupes, uh, soft browns, um, cool browns, um, traditional Southern colors, uh, uh, or traditional East coast colorways. And we're seeing that in our flooring, cladding, um, furniture, uh, we're kind of seeing it across the board. So it's really nice because it's warm. Uh, it is, uh, timeless. Um, and it's fun to see that swinging back this way because, uh, have always really loved the look. We've also really been seeing a lot of, uh, which this just kind of blows my mind, uh, black, a lot of call for black floors. Um, so, um, which I think are maybe the prettiest hardwood, but they're, uh, you know, they just show everything, whether it be lint, uh, footprints when it snows, whatever, but they're beautiful when clean. Uh, what happened to the lightning round? Uh, I don't know. The powers that be uh, had, I guess, eliminated that. But I loved the lightning round. And I'm going to have to talk to our producers, Chelsea and Davis, about why they axed that. Because uh, it was super popular and uh, it was fun. A fun way to get to know people. So, um, Okay. Uh, next question. If someone wants to be a guest on your podcast, how does the process work? Are there specific criteria or steps they should follow? Um, okay. Well, uh, so it's dependent on what our theme is for that season. That's the first thing is, uh, does that person's skill or expertise fit into, um, what we're talking about? Secondly, as far as criteria, um, this is a big industry. And one thing I have found out about working in it is people that you necessarily don't associate with, uh, the construction process are actually in the construction process. So, uh, an example of that would be, I would love to have on a, um, somebody from the county government talking about, uh, building permits, um, or, uh, you know, somebody that has an expertise or let's say a graphic designer who does branding for interior design. Um, it's vendors that serve the interior design and build community. So it's a wide breadth. So uh, as you've seen from our previous um, guests, over 109 episodes, we have had a, a everybody from psychologists to uh, contract attorneys to uh, people that sell plumbing fixtures to builders uh, to interior designers to uh, people that sell print advertising um, in design publications uh, to photographers. The list goes on and on. So it's a huge industry with very long tentacles that, uh, you know, we – uh, and we like to get into that niche. So, um, if you're ever interested in being a guest, uh, you can email hello at couturenconstruction.com or DM us on Instagram. Okay. Um, the, 
next question. Reflecting on the episode so far, is there one in particular where you felt you learned the most, either from a guest or a topic discussed? Oh, my goodness. Um, you know, because it's fresh, uh, one of the last episodes we did with Jeff Dungan, um, I – uh, really stands out because he talked about how homes used to be designed in relation to the sun. And uh, that that's something that, you know, we probably got away from for a few decades. And that uh, simple foundational uh, theory uh, was something I was not aware of, uh, but also was impactful. Another very recent uh, uh, episode, uh, where I had, uh, Lori Pronchpay and Richard Anaskevich on was talking about color schemes that may be monochromatic, but incorporate different texture, um, to create difference and how important texture can be in, in creating, uh, just subtle differences, even when you're talking about the same colors. Uh, uh, the framing walk episode where Ray Cash from Montgomery uh, Classic Construction really set expectations for what the term framing walk is and meant um, is something that has stuck with me because I had heard that term for a you know almost two decades and had a loose interpretation of what it was, but didn't really understand the client journey in it. Uh, I loved the episode with uh, High Point Market um, with the folks from High Point that um, really gave behind the scenes uh, perspective on what market was. Um, that's another term that I had heard for a couple of decades. Uh, you know, hey, go into market. Uh, well, geez, when you really hear what market is and the breadth and scope that it covers. Um, it was very inspirational. Uh, so there's to name a few. Um, it is a, uh, yeah, it's been a fun journey. I have, here's another way to answer that. I have yet to do an episode where I did not learn a significant amount of new information and uh, that's been pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, fun. Uh, okay, here's another one. What's your favorite recipe? And this is our last one, and it's befitting because uh, I love to eat. What is your favorite restaurant in Nashville? Uh, that is really, really tough. Right now, it is uh, Iggy's in Wedgwood, Houston. And, uh, it's, uh, two brothers have this fantastic, um, uh, restaurant right down the hill from the Nashville design collective. Uh, I love deg Thai over on Nolansville. It is simply spectacular. Um, and, uh, I think maybe it, it's really incredibly exceptional. I love, uh, Audrey in East Nashville. It is, uh, you know, Sean Brock restaurant. Um, really just, I mean, what more can you say? It's, it's Sean Brock. Um, 
And then a uh, personal uh, favorite that probably – two others that I probably overindulge in a little too much is Dicey's, uh, which is a pizza and sub place here in Wedgwood, Houston, and then uh, Redheaded Stranger over in East Nashville. I think they have just both like some of the absolute best food you would ever want to eat. Um, so uh, you asked for one, but there is my uh, Yelp review uh of restaurants that i enjoy right now okay well um that wraps up our dive into the listener mailbag in season seven uh a big thank you to everyone who sent in their questions and a special shout out to our incredible audience for such an for being such an essential part of the design community (laughs) you know that is that is so key without people loving the environment and without people loving, um, being in these beautiful places, uh, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have this opportunity. So really a very sincere commute, uh, thank you to, um, the folks that make that happen. If you have more questions or want to connect further, feel free to reach out to us on our social media channels or drop us an email. We love hearing from you. We're taking a short break, but we'll be back with Season 8 very soon and with more exciting guests and topics you won't want to miss. Couture and Construction is brought to you by Textures Nashville, produced by Davis Osborne and Chelsea Rand, and is recorded live in the Textures Nashville showroom within the Nashville Design Collective. Thank you for joining us, and until next time, keep those questions coming, and happy designing. <laughs>